people like that as friends that they have the light of God upon their life and you know everything around them seems to look good. Do we have people like that? I can't hear you. And you tend to want to be like that person. You tend to um, pray that, okay, God, uh, God, I want everything to be perfect like about me. I want your light to shine upon my path. So, you know, we have people like that. And I know we have teenagers in our midst like that, that carry the light of God, that carry the glory of God. So, you know, why do we, um, no, let's, um, let's open John 8, 12. For you to know that, you know, Jesus is the true light. And as long as you are, as long as you're giving your life to Christ, you have this light of God, which you should allow to shine. John, uh, uh, and then Jesus spoke again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followed me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And the key statement there is, I am the light of the world. Jesus is the light of the world. So there's no way you have Jesus in your life that you will not have light. Because Jesus is the light. And as long as you have Jesus, you have the light in your life. It is now left for you to let this light shine. To not waste this light that you have in you. I pray we will not be wasters of the light of God in our lives in Jesus' name. I pray we will not be wasters of the light of God in our lives in Jesus' name. So why do we need the light? What is the purpose of the light? Brother Wally has done a very good job this morning when he was praying. He has preached like half of the message. Praise God for your life, Brother Wally. So you know, what is the purpose of the light? Why do we need this light? We have said that, you know, light removes darkness. When there's like maybe like and maybe there's something you kept maybe somewhere like a particular place in your room, let's say in your wardrobe, and then you know that place in the wardrobe, maybe it's the second layer of your wardrobe. But when there is no light, maybe the bulb is not okay, or or the nepa has taken light, and there is no light in your room, even though you know the location, is it easy for you to go and pick that item when there is no light? No, you know you have kept this in the wardrobe, but everywhere is dark. Is it easy to locate? Okay, so light removes darkness. Another thing that light does is that it reveals danger. Let's say you are going in broad daylight and there is a gutter. Yes, of course, because it's, um, and because it's broad daylight, it is not dark. You can see there is a gutter here. So I will not put my feet in that gutter. I will cross over it or I take another path. But, but if it were in the night and it's not a place you are familiar with and you are going, are you going to see the gutter? No. So you know, light reveals danger. As you are going, you see there's danger on the way because there's light and it's revealed the danger to you. And the light guides you and gives you direction. It guides and it gives you direction, shows you where to take. Of course, when you know that this place is not okay for me to take because there's light, you have direction, you have another path that you can take. Another thing that light does is that light illuminates. Light illuminates everything that is not clear, everything that is dark to you. When there's light, there's illumination. Everything is bright and you can see well. And then the light of God will always expose everything that is not the truth. When you have the light of God in you, everything that is not the truth 
it will be revealed to you. At times, even when somebody is telling you something, as a child of God that carries the light of God, that carries the glory of God, when somebody is telling you a lie, you know. I don't know if it happens to you. When somebody is telling you a lie, the spirit of God within you tells you this is not the truth and you won't follow it. So you know that we are reflect, uh, we are the reflected light and our lives also reflect the mind and the will of God. So we have heard that the, and we have known the purpose of the light. So how about the position of the light? Let's go back to um, Matthew chapter 5 and verse 15. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 15. What is the position of the light? Where should the light be positioned? Matthew 5.15 says, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that that are in the house. So the light of God in our life should not be hidden. We must be able to stand out for prominence sake, not for people to see us. You know there's something Jesus said in Matthew 5.16. He says, let your light shine. And apart from giving the command that your light should shine, God gave you the reason why your light should shine. It's like Jesus is telling you something. And he's also explaining to you why you need to do this. Let's go to verse 16, please. He says, let your light shine. So, it is not for you to take glory unto yourself. It is not for you to be visible so that people can see you, but it is for the sake of the gospel. So verse 16 says, Let your light so shine before men. Why? That they may see your good works. And then when people see your good works, what happens? And glorify God, which is in heaven. Glorify your Father, which is in heaven. So your light is not just to shine as a show off. It should not be a one-man show. It should not be that, yes, I am the best person to do this. I'm the best singer in the choir. I'm the best person in multimedia. I'm the best person in ushering. I'm, like, I'm the only one that is always available. It is for people to see your good works and thereafter give glory to God the Father in heaven. So even when your light is shining, it is not for you to take the glory. It is for God to take the glory. It's for people to see that good works in you and to be able to give glory unto God our Father. So, so the position of the light is such that it should be visible, it should be placed in a place where people can see for the good works to be seen and for the glory to go to God the Father. So we need to stand out, we need to shine our light. Then the projection of the light. How does the light how does the light radiate? How do we go to someone and tell the person, I'm a Christian, no, I'm a born again child of God, I'm a Christian. Is that how to radiate our light? Is that how to project our light? So how do we project our light? How do we project our light? Like the Bible says, by their fruits you shall know them. It is not by you going to people to say, I'm a Christian, I'm a child of God. I just gave my life to Christ. I just rededicated my life to God yesterday. It is not by announcement. It is not by announcement. It is by your fruit, by your character, that people will know that truly you carry the light of God. You don't have to announce it. Those good works will announce themselves. 
because the essence of the light you carry is for you to project good works and it's for the um it's for god um it's for god to be glorified at the end of the day so you know for the projection of the light you don't need to announce it so your fruit will reveal the light that you carry and there are some things that i want us to know here that you know one our lifestyle is what people see is our lifestyle that you project of course when you have the light of god in you the lifestyle you project to people will reveal this and they'll see your good works and give glory to god in heaven so as i was saying like you know this thing is a personal thing jesus was saying let your light shine that they may see your good works that they may give glory to god to your father who is in heaven so this coming of light this having the light of god in our lives is a personal thing so this light that you carry is a personal possession your light it is not our light are you following me your light is a personal thing and i said all you need to do is to give your life to christ and to live a holy life as he has told us and because jesus is the light himself you have this light in you so this light your light is a personal possession so personal possession your light then personal action your good works it is not our good works so there's personal possession which is your light there's personal action which is your good works and there's a personal relationship your father which is in heaven can God relate to you as, as a son or as his daughter? Do you have that relationship with God? Your personal possession, your personal action, your personal relationship with God. If you won't go on with anything today, I want you to remember these three things. Your personal possession, your personal action, and your personal relationship with God. This is the light of God that you carry. It's a personal thing. And it is the lifestyle you live that makes people see these good works and they give glory to God, the Father in heaven, which is the purpose of the light. So, as a Christian, I'm a child of God. I've given my life to Christ. How do I let my light shine? How can I let my light shine? Because the command we have before, like the mandate we have before us today is let your light shine. So how do I allow my light to shine? So to let your light shine means that, that you live in such a way that others see Jesus in you. And there's this baptism now that says, let others see Jesus in you, in you. Let others see Jesus in you, in you. So you know. We need to live a life that others will see Jesus in us. As I've said, it is not by announcement. It is not by broadcast or by going to social media to say, I'm a child of God and I am this and that. So it is the lifestyle that you live. Should, uh, this lifestyle should reveal Jesus in you. Another thing is that we should reflect his character. And his character is that of love and truth in all we do love and truth in all we do are you somebody that loves are you somebody that people don't even like to come to are you like are you somebody that that resents us that you don't even want to talk to people no like you know a personal 
know, like you know, a particular topic in a subject, and the people are coming to you to explain to them or to teach them. And you don't want to teach them because you don't want them to score higher marks than you in the exam. And does it happen to someone here? Does it happen to anybody here? That if I teach this person now, he may score the same mark with me, or he may score better than me, and I will not take that position that I want. We should show love. There's love in sharing knowledge. So you know, at the character of God is love and that of truth in all we do. Are you somebody that when you say something, people can take you for your word? That you know, when you say something, people will believe that this is the truth. I believe we have some people in our classes that you know, when they say something, people know that, mm, mm, that it is a big lie. Yeah. I know we are not like that. I know there is no teenager like that. But if you know that, you don't speak the truth always. There is nothing like small liar. The Bible says all liars, not all big liars. All liars shall have their part in the lake that burned with fire and brimstone. So lying is not the character of God. So we need to reflect his character and to speak the truth always and to love for us to shine our light. Then we need to be someone of integrity that people can trust. It is so similar to the previous one, you know? That people can trust you, people can take you for your word. And you need to be kind, you need to be compassionate, you need to be patient, you need to be forgiving as well. And our lives need to point others to Christ. Without preaching, without saying a word, your lifestyle should draw others to Christ. So, God has told us to let our light shine and um, he has given us the reason for people to see our good works. And then we have seen the purpose of the light. We have seen the projection of the light and we have seen the um, we have seen the positioning of the light. So, and we have seen how to let our light shine. So what are the benefits? When I give my life to Christ and I have the light of God in me and my light is shining, what are the benefits to me? Well, the benefit is that it allows you to be an authentic person. You are not pretending to be who you are not. You are not an hypocrite. There will not people that tend to pretend to be what they are not. Trying to look good in the faces of people. When you have the light of God in you and you are allowing this light of God to shine, people will appreciate you for who you are. They appreciate your honesty and they appreciate your integrity. Another benefit is that it helps you to find your purpose. And then this is because when you allow your light to shine, and you are living in alignment with what God has in store for you, you have your values and you have your beliefs. And you are easy, um, and it's easy for you to find your purpose in life. People know you for who you are, people know your values, people know your beliefs, and you can fulfill purpose. And it also allows you to share your gifts with others. As you've said, you can share your gifts, you have a sense of satisfaction in you, you have a sense of fulfillment, and it sets you apart from others he sets you apart because you are distinct people know you for who you are you are not a today and you are b tomorrow you are known for who you are 
and and then overall you have joy it gives you joy it gives you peace of mind it gives you satisfaction and there are these sets of boys in the bible that you know that really allow their light to shine and these are the three hebrew boys what are the names of the three hebrew boys who are the three hebrew boys shadrach meshach, meshach and abednego and you know what struck me about them is that they were not even in their own country they were in a strange land and they are these qualities that we have said about people that make their lights to shine. They did not pretend to be who they were not. They have been serving the living. Are you here, essay? And they have been serving the living God, even in their own country. And they were capsized. They went to a strange land. They did not pretend. And they did not want to be friends with the king so that the king would pamper them. The king ordered that a broken image should be made in his image and you know everybody should bow down and worship this image. But, but these three Hebrew boys decided that they were not going to worship this image because they are the king of kings and the lord of lords. And they were caught. And the king said they were going to throw them into a fairy furnace. What was their response? What was their response? Nobody knows their response. If you want to say, raise up your hand. What was their response when they were told that they were going to be thrown into a fairy furnace? Stand up, new one. Thank you very much. Now let's clap for her. So, you know, they said that, oh, king, that they will not be able to worship this image, and that the God they serve will save them. And even if he does not save them, he will still not. So, they had that confidence in their God. And they were able to shine his light. And then what happened at the end of the day? They were thrown into the fairy furnace. Nothing happened to them. Jesus was there with them. And the people there were able to see that there were four persons in the fairy furnace. And, and of course, the fourth person was Jesus Christ. And then what happened at the end of the day, everybody knew that the God these three Hebrew boys were serving is the real God. And how did they... Um, and the people began... Uh, uh, and, uh, and then the king made a comment that, you know, everybody should serve this God of these three Hebrew boys. And that takes me again to Matthew 5.16 that says, let your light so shine before me that they will see your good works and give glory to your Father which is in heaven. These three Hebrew boys made the light of God to shine in their lives. People saw their good works. At the end of the day, people gave glory to their God in heaven. And that is the lifestyle we should live. That people should see our good works because our light is shining and then they will be able to give glory unto God our Father. The glory is not to be taken by us. The glory is not for us. Our life is to project that glory of God. So let's begin to pray. Let's stand up. Let's take this song. This, uh, this popular song.
this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine this little light of mine This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of have not yet given your life to Christ. You have heard that you know, what qualifies you to have the light is Jesus Christ. You only have the light of God when you have Jesus in you because Jesus is the light. Are you here today and you are here to accept the Lord Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior? Because that is the prerequisite to having the light of God. And you cannot give what you don't have. You cannot shine the light that you don't possess. If you are here today and you want this light in your life, you want Jesus in your life, could you please raise up your hand? All eyes closed. All eyes closed. You want the light of God in your life. You want to carry this light. You want to carry the glory of God. And you want people to see your good works and give glory unto God in heaven, unto your Father in heaven. Thank you, my brother. Any other person? You want this light. This is for those that want the life of light of God in their life. They want to carry the glory of God. They want their lives to shine. They want people to see their good works and give glory unto God in heaven. Any other person? Please, do you mind if you come to the front? You should not be ashamed of the life of God in you. So you say after me, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I know that I have been a sinner and I don't want to be a sinner again. I know that Jesus Christ came into the world to die for my sins and he was uh, buried, he was killed and on the third day he was raised for my justification. I accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. I am born again. I have the light of God in me. And I will never depart from this path of righteousness. For in Jesus' name we pray. It is well within Jesus. Brian, you are there. Please let me see him after the service. Thank you. You can go to your seat. So now for the rest of us, let's begin to thank the Lord Almighty for the light of God we have in our life. Let's begin to praise the name of the Lord. Some are still in darkness that they don't even have this light in them. Let's begin to thank the Lord. Are we thanking the Lord? Let's close our eyes and open our mouths like I had that one this morning. Let's close our eyes. Let's open our mouths. 
let's begin to thank the name of the Lord for the light of God that we have by virtue of the fact that we have Jesus in our lives. Let us appreciate him. Teenagers, please open your mouth and appreciate the name of the Lord for bringing you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Say, Father, please accept my thanks in the name of Jesus. Thank you for bringing me out of darkness even to your marvelous light in the name of Jesus. And then pray that, Father, in any way I am falling short of your glory and expectations by you embracing any form of darkness. Have mercy on me. Ask God to have mercy on you and to forgive you. In every way we are falling short of his expectations for you. Pray that God will have mercy on you so that your light can shine. Pray that God will have mercy on you concerning every aspect of your life where we are, where, where even you are falling short of his expectation. Pray that you have mercy on you. And say after me, Father, please let your light come upon my life today. And let all forms of darkness disappear in Jesus' name. Begin to pray, turn into prayer. Father, let your light come upon my life today. And let every form of darkness disappear. We are praying so your eyes should be closed. Father, let your light come upon my life. Let every form of darkness disappear in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, let no power be able to quench your light in my life. Pray that the light of God in your life will not be quenched by any form of power in the name of Jesus. Pray that the power of God in you will overcome every power that may want to quench the light of God in your life. In the name of Jesus. Pray that God will empower you to be above sin always. So that this light of God will not leave your life. Pray, for, pray to God that God will give you the grace to live above sin. When there is sin, the light of God cannot shine. You are not able to shine the light of God when there is sin. People will not see your good works when there is sin. People will not give glory unto your Father in heaven when there is sin. Pray for the grace to live above sin always. Pray for the grace to, to live above sin so that you can carry the light, so that you can shine the light in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, O oh God, that you give us the grace even to live above sin, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Just in conclusion, just in conclusion, um, like the proper motive of the light, of course, is not to take glory unto ourselves, is for our Father to be seen and that our Father in heaven will be glorified. Then our light should be a light that is reflected from Jesus back to back, as in not about ourselves. It should not be about us. It's about God and to the glory of God. I know people are seeking to know the truth. People in the world, our friends, they want to know the truth. And they don't even know the way. We are the light. We should be able to show them the way. So that let us continue to be the people who not only tell them about Jesus, but let us be the people that they see Jesus in us, even without opening our mouths. So we are there. You are not just a Christian for fun. You are not just a Christian for yourself or for your family alone. 
you are to show the light of God to the world. You should be ambassadors of Christ everywhere you find yourself. And I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Okay, we have communion today, right? So do we all have this? People that have been baptized, do we all have this? We all have it. No. Ah. Mrs. Adeyemo, please, could you give them the communion? And the choir people don't have at all.
Father, in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity even to have the communion, even to remember your death and your resurrection. Father, we say we're exalted in Jesus' name. Father, that we present this emblems into you, O God. We pray, O God, that even as we touch them now, that they cease to be mere emblems in the name of Jesus. We pray that you put your bread upon them in our hands in Jesus' name. That the bread is your life unto us in Jesus' name. And the wine is your blood unto us in the name of Jesus. We declare them sanctified, O Lord, to the praise and glory of God the Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. So you can open the, the, the top to bring out the bread. Matthew 26, 26 to 28 says, and as they were eating, Jesus took the bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to steps and said, Hey, eat, this is my body. So you can take it and eat it to become the body of Christ in your life in Jesus' name. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave to them, saying, Drink, all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament which is shed for the remission of sins. So you can take the Lord. And then begin to pray that the body and the blood of Jesus begin to manifest himself even in your life. I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. I have the spirit of the Son of God. I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. God. And that those areas of your life where you are trusting God to manifest himself. You have the body, you have the blood of Jesus Christ in you. Begin to commit those things into the hands of the Lord. I want you to begin to commit those things into the hands of the Lord. Sickness, can, sickness cannot stay where the life of God is, where Jesus is. Failure cannot thrive where Jesus is. All those things you don't like it and that you don't like in your life, begin to pray to God concerning them. That now you have the body, you have the blood of Christ in you. And all those things should disappear in the name of Jesus. Begin to commit them into your life. Is it, sick, um, is it sickness? Is it forgetfulness? Is it lack? Anything you don't like in your life, commit them into the hands of the Lord. Because they cannot thrive even where Jesus exists. And you have Jesus in you, you have the body of Christ, you have the blood of Christ, even right in you. Father, we commit all these aspects of our life that we are trusting you, oh God, of Lord, even unto you. We have your body, we have your blood, even in our lives, oh God. We pray, Almighty Father, that all these things disappear, even because we have your presence in us, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, wonderful Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Praise the Lord. Um, we have the, uh, we have few few announcements, and the first and 